0: Welcome to Stiletto Heels. Let's gather around and go to the tea tea table. What time is it? 3 p.m. It's your time. Let's have some fun. And you look so great today. I just love that little hat. And you know, the color of that track suit and your sneakers really are glorious. Well, today, I really want to speak about Andy Warhol and Asia. And I will give my protégé perspective to what Andy's pop art is all about. It's all about energy. When I first met Andy at the factory, as he strolled in with camera in hand, little did I know what we both had in common. And this both influenced both our lives. And what is that? It influenced our art too. It's a country, it's Asia. I had just returned from Hong Kong and Andy, little did I know, visited China in the past. And I had even seen portraits of him doing Tai Chi. Tai Chi also influenced my work in Feng Shui in what I call couture feng shui. Now, I really think from his visit to China, it influenced his silk screen and what I call from pigtails and silk to soup cans. In China, silk screen was first used with long hair. And perhaps I think he adapted most of his subscreen process from China. I also think that he adapted color with emotion from that influence. Listen, in Asia, going back years ago, and in China, with Mao, and you had, oh, traveling there, it was really quite different from most Americans. And I believe each color represented the five emotions. If I'm thinking back, they were primary colors and the philosophies from Asia perhaps influenced and bridged his art to new heights. And he loved at that time, I think when he went to Tiananmen Square, that he saw how the blue and green uniforms identified the people. And I think it probably influenced him into what was glamour in the famous I think his G-spot was really a lifestyle of celebrity. And perhaps in China, the celebrities were Mao and the influences Mao had over his people. Now, perhaps he imagined celebrities dressed in colors. Let's take a moment and think about that. Think about perhaps he was expressing these thoughts and taking the mask, Mao posters that were showing products and the people. And perhaps he was thinking, let's take this to glamour. Let's make the celebrities glamorous. And when he transformed perhaps the pigtails to soup cans and the silkscreens to celebrities, bam, what happened? Pop art. with Linda. Linda, what's your name? Linda Brown. And Linda, where's your G spot, your glamour spot in your home? Oh, my glamour spot in my home is my kitchen island. Ooh, how wonderful. What do you like about your kitchen island? It's where we gather and it's where I put the most decor. <laughs> okay. <laughs> What's your favorite food that you like? Salmon. Okay, and Vinny likes? Pasta. Okay, and what's his favorite pasta? Oh, probably sausage and peppers. Okay, and would you say that when you're entertaining in the area, uh, in your kitchen, what color is your kitchen? It's uh white, gray and black and taupe. Okay. And to rev it up a lot, what colors do you like to add some oomph to it? Green and amethyst. Oh, how perfect. Well, I thank you, Linda, and I'm so happy to learn all about your G spot. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> When I met Andy, I was studying feng shui with Master Ling. We spoke of color and the meaning and the seasons. And he had shown me some flowers uh, that he had just completed that were lining the walls. And I think we discussed what the primary colors represented. And I think art is an emotional process. It's a way... It's a language silently spoken that the colors identified the influence of the emotions, the blues, which were calm, the greens, which were love, and the reds. It communicated the passion. So I think when I think back at the portrait that Andy did, two of them, I think of the colors now. And one of the color, one portrait, which I have, has lavender eyes. Now, at that time, I wasn't as developed in the spirit or in the soul as much. But perhaps Andy saw that in my eyes, and hence the color was lavender. And the other portrait, that's with the Visual Art Museum, had me painted with green eyes. Green to Andy was love. Perhaps he saw the love in my eyes, the passion, and perhaps the spirit. So, like Andy, in later years, I began designing jewelry for my friends and for myself. After all, I was living in Hong Kong. And I started finding, you know, perhaps the stones were my watercolors, or the cap, and I love capuchons. Capuchons had, you know, a little bit of a good feel to it. So I wanted my jewelry to be worn day and night. Now, going back years ago, everyone was wearing high jewelry, and most of it was put in the vault. And many people were wearing costume jewelry during the day. This made no sense to me. And like Andy, I wanted to play with the stones I wanted to create, I guess, energy for the person to wear it. And I wanted them to enjoy it from morning to night. I love wearing jewelry and I feel that jewelry really identifies you. Two women can wear the same dress and different jewelry will have you have a different look. So moving on, I felt the touch, the touch of jewelry is so important. I wanted to paint with the gems colors. So I want to create a frame. Now Andy's arts were always frameless, but jewels I felt had to have a frame. But I really didn't like the linear lines. It troubled me quite a bit. Even if it was straight lines or circular, I wanted to develop a different technique for the frame. And what came to mind is, as a designer years ago, when I renovated my client's homes, oftentimes I created new windows and window frames, the eyes of the soul. And I framed it in anodized finish. And I suddenly thought, gee, I can take silver and working with silver would bring down the price, which is ever so helpful. And I can give it a technique, an anodized finish, a frame for each gem. Well, of course, as you frame the gem, the linear lines, it floated the stone. And of course, my anodized finish popped the stone. And I looked at it and I went, pop art. Oh my goodness, unconsciously, I created pop art. Now, let me take that to the next level. Andy always used celebrities. He used the everyday soup can, Brillo, et cetera, et cetera, and he made it glamorous. Well, I used the icons. I used the eye. I used the coin. And of course, I used the soft sculpture of a goddess. Those are my symbols. Those are my icons for pop art. And as we're moving along, I use the five colors of feng shui for the gems. I want to paint your body with color. And each color, another time, when we're having tea, we can discuss what each color represents and the energy of it and how you can use it in your home or use it in your fashions and mostly use it in your jewelry. So I wanted my jewelry as my canvas. It's my artist canvas. And it is playful. It is elegant. And guess what? Celebrity donned. So, like Andy, we wanted glamor. And like Andy, I was trained by my mother to love glamor. So my signature for my jewelry was soul. Icons of soul for pop art jewelry. I wanted you to paint your body with energy and connect to soul with meditation. After all, art is expressing your visions, your passions, and that's what I call your G-spot. It's your glamour. And would Andy approve my pop art jewelry? I really think so.